you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Hey everybody, welcome to another D2D Spotlight. Today we're chatting with Brad West, one of the co-founders of Vellum. If you haven't heard of Vellum, where you been? Uh, but we're also going to look a little closer at it and uh, find out some of it. We're going to answer all those pressing single questions, one question <laughs> only, uh, that people want to know, man. Uh, but we'll get to that. So yeah. how are you? Thanks for joining us on the, on the uh, program here. Good. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me. <clears throat> now, I've never been able to get you on my podcast, so... All right. We're going to have to work on that one. We'll do that next. next. <laughs> right after this, stick around. Uh, so Vellum, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to give my definition of Vellum or my breakdown of Vellum, and you correct everything I said. Yeah, okay? you'll probably get it all right. All right. So Vellum is, uh, I, I actually think of it as being uh, just below professional grade. Uh, it's pro- it gives you professional quality without the professional work or professional effort. Uh but uh, professional grade book layout software that will generate your ebooks and your print book, a PDF for your print book from one place with lots of free or not free, but uh, you know style templates that make it look professional. I butchered yeah. that whole thing. Fix it. Uh, but yeah, you 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 got it right. Um, um, professional means this is this is your job. You take it seriously, um, yeah. and if. If you are doing this full time, you probably have a uh, hundred other things you'd rather do than uh, spend time getting your book to look just right. And yeah. um, that's that's where we try to come in. Uh, software that you can use um, on your Mac, bring in your manuscript, um, get it looking professional, ready to go um, quickly and easily. Um, we've got you know. Some people who've been using it for a couple of years, they say they get things out in 10 to 15 minutes. And Yeah, that's me. Yeah, Especially great. now that you have that integration with uh, Scrivener. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, that was, you know, a great project um, group uh, combination with Keith at Scrivener and us just kind of got together and we realized, hey, actually, this is actually really close. If we just did a few things. Uh, we could make something really nice. So um, we yeah. do have a lot of users who love writing in Scrivener, but when it comes time to produce their book, they want to use Vellum. So we make that as easy as possible to get from Scrivener into Vellum. Yeah, as much as I love Scrivener, and I, I kind of credit Scrivener with changing the game for me and in terms of uh, you know refining my writing process for for novels versus copywriting, yeah. uh, it was I. I was always trying to use it as the everything app, uh, especially with, you know, formatting at the end, but I was always screwing that up somehow. Yeah. I mean, it, it does was never it, quite as clean as it needed to be. It, it does a lot. And um, I think what people love is they can use, you can use Scrivener how, how you want to use it. Some people just use it to write some, you, so a lot of people keep yeah. all of their notes and character information in there. Um, and so, you know, uh, but I think, a lot of people found that you get to that point where you're ready to, to publish and you, you see a wall of check boxes and stuff. And, and uh, so um, plenty of people do uh, compile their book in Scrivener, but we, we've got lots of, lots of Scrivener users who, who yeah. like bring things over to Vellum. Yeah. 
I'm uh, yeah, and but, but of course you didn't. You guys aren't responsible for Scrivener. We'll get back on Vellum. Yeah, Vellum, yeah. <laughs> and I really do like um, over you know the 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 whole general experience of uh, getting the book in layout there. Uh, you know, I used to use InDesign and some other you know uh -huh. really expensive software. Vellum comparatively is very inexpensive. It's only available on the Mac, right? Uh, which I know is a hang up for some folks, but just having the ability to, I love that I can, you know, if I decide to make some changes, even last second, like I could make chapter five into chapter three if I want uh, and just grab and move that. That's very, that sort of versatility is very useful. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we, that was a big part of, of how we design Vellum is we, we didn't expect many people to write their books in Vellum, although we, we do hear from people who do that. But we knew we wanted to make it so that, you know, you can get your book together, but everyone always spots some little change. Um, and we've heard a ton from people who actually appreciate just seeing the preview on the side because they just, even though it's been through a proofreader and, right. you know, their friends and their beta readers, you, you just see uh, some things that you don't see before. So we really want to make sure that, you know, those last minute changes or even, you know, after last minute, you know, you, you push publish and, you know, two days later you, you spot that typo. We want to make it so that you could just get right in there, make that change. Right. And, and quickly generate new books and get, and not have to like, you know, you know not have to think like, Oh God, I've got to go through all of this again. It's just, no, just go in there and then hit the button again. And right. you've got a new set of books. Yeah, one uh, one of the uh, little features you guys have built in that I, I use all the time is the one that will help you uh, scan and replace the curly quotes or this, you know, uh -huh. straight quotes versus curly quotes. Yeah. Because uh, for I don't even know how that happens. Like how that. Yeah. They just yeah. pop in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we see manuscripts. Some, some, you know, are just straight quotes all the way through. And you see, okay, well, you know, you didn't have smart quotes on when you wrote that. But the majority are like, well, it's this weird mix of, you know, that was going for a while. And for some reason, this comes up actually, um, we get a lot of people who do multi-author box sets, um, yeah. you know, and so they'll have one manuscript that all has all uh, typographers quotes and another that doesn't. So um, uh, box sets is something you can do in vellum and we want to make that easy. And so, yeah, cleaning up another manuscript is, is something you can do. You guys have made that easy. I was doing that all wrong for a very long time. And then I did a, uh, like an anthology with a group of authors and I, you know, we were have there were some like specific questions and I went in and dug around and found, you know, it's actually quite easy to make individual volumes in there. Yeah. That's, that's something that's, that's can be tricky to do. Um, you know, to get all the authors together and make sure that each um, book can, you know, has its own title page, has a good place to start um, right. doing that on your own. Um, you know, especially if you're trying to combine all these files in Word can be really tricky. So um, that was that was a feature. You know, it's been a few years since we released that. But that was yeah. that was one of those features that we didn't really have on our 1.0 roadmap. Um, because it wasn't as big at the time. And yeah. it was one of those things that like we heard from a lot of users who were like, hey, you know, I love Vellum, but I want to do these uh, box sets, either a multi-author box set or just, uh, you know, c combining a series. And that's that can be really challenging. And so we, we spent a lot of time just trying to get all the features together to um, make that as easy as possible. Yeah. 
I, there are a lot of features, Brad, that have been around forever that I only just discovered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this happens. I mean, we try to keep it as simple as possible, but you know, it's been out a few years now. So, um, uh, you know, just this morning I answered a question. Someone's like, you know, I wish there was some way to uh, increase the font size in the text editor, and you know, I was happy to say, oh, it, you know, just go to preferences. It's right there, and you can. And you know, she was like, I, I, this is going to be tricky because I want the font size to be bigger in the text editor, but I don't want to it affect my ebook or my my paperback at all. I just want to see it bigger. Um, right. And you know, I was happy to say, hey, that just go here. It's it's already there. Nice. Yeah, that is. But speaking of that, though, you guys were, uh, did you finish this? You were tinkering with adding like uh, large print support. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something we released about a, about a year ago. Um, that, and that was, you know, another of these features that um, came out of, we didn't ha have on our on our map and um, Joanna Penn is actually who who really started a, a push for large print and had some yeah. really promising results and uh, you know yeah politely she asked be the driving us, force behind a lot of new features yeah yeah she yeah. you know started in in, in a very uh, what I assume is a very Joanna way started very politely gave us a heads up that hey this would be really helpful and okay that's you know we'll think about it and then. About every couple of weeks, we'd get another email from one of her yeah. uh, readers saying, hey, you know, large print would be great. And, uh, and finally <laughs> realized, OK, we've got to do this. Um, yeah. And it was and it was um, and it was a great feature to put in. Um, it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's it was fun to research um, and it was fun to produce uh, some of these large print books and hand them around to family. And, you know, e you know, everyone's like, oh. This is nice. I like reading yeah. this. Um, yeah. What are some of the challenges you guys had to overcome for that? Um, uh, you know, a big um, thing that is difficult uh, for print is, um, and this has come into play a few a few times, is print on demand uh, is awesome in many ways. Um, one thing that is difficult is the way it is. Um, is the expense. Um, the expense of a print-on-demand book is per page. Um, and so that means, um, and it doesn't matter how big that page is. Um, so this this actually came up because as we were doing large print, we were also doing the other side of the spectrum with a, right. um, because a big request we had was mass market. Right. And uh, mass market is, you know, is, is kind of thing that this works really great in traditional publishing. You can use less expensive paper, right. um, you know, you're just dealing with economies of scale. It doesn't work as well in print on demand because, um, you, you can find that a mass market, uh, paperback is actually more expensive to print than, yeah. than a regular size print. So anyway, that's all back to large print. Um, that's a challenge. You're going to make the font size bigger so that it's easier to read. Um, you need to be careful so that your your book doesn't turn into this giant uh, tome that is, right. you know, really heavy to carry and really expensive to print. So right. getting that right balance of this is easy to read and yet we're not totally jacking up the expense costs uh, of, of printing it was uh, it was 
hard to get that balance just right. Yeah. And I, I think that that is uh it's a kind con- we deal with this too, by the way. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, people are asking for large print, uh, thinking it's just as simple as enlarging the, the font right. or something. And there's, yeah. there's so many other things that you have to consider. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, it, it goes to everything. It's, you know, you can increase the font size of your text, but you, right. you've got to think about page numbers and headings and, you know, you don't want all of those things to be this giant 16 or 18 point font. Um, right. So it really is kind of redesigning the book and then, and, you know, finding that balance. And then, you know, like anything we do, we want to make it. So it seems really simple. So it's really, you know, in Vellum, it's just a, it's just a, you just choose that size um, and we'll take care of all the rest. But um, a lot goes into all of those fine little details to get it to all feel right and balanced. Yeah. So what are what are some features uh, built in that you you guys think uh, people may not be aware of that might be useful? Um, well, you know, I, I think a big thing that we have a lot of people who come to us um, because they want to get an ebook out on on Amazon. Yeah, um, and certainly, you know, that is the most popular platform. Yeah. Um, at some point, a lot of people consider switching to going wide. Um, and there's a lot of financial <laughs> marketing uh, yeah. questions to, to consider that. But we, you know, we want to make sure that people know that, well, when you make that decision, when you, even if you want to try it out for a couple of years, or I think a lot of uh, common advice is you know, pick a series or something like that to try it out for, is that, well, you just, it's just another checkbox. And you know, if they're using Draft2Digital, we have a special format uh, just for Draft2Digital that you know, when you want to go wide with Draft2Digital, you can just output into another file. So it's, there's a lot to consider there, but, um, but at least from a technical level, we want to keep that simple, and that is something that is harder if um, if you're doing it yourself. Every store has its own weird yeah. uh, things that work and things that don't work, and um, we've we've coded that into Vellum so that you know if you're if you're sending a book to Apple, we'll we'll make sure that there's things uh, to get things right there. If you're sending yep. a book to Barnes and Noble. We'll disable a few features that don't quite work well uh, at Barnes and Noble. So um, uh, we want to make sure people know that that's you know easy to do. If only there were a free service out there that would yeah. distribute your books to these for sure. And take care yeah. of that for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we do. Uh, so DDD works. You we work with you guys on a couple of things, and we've got we've been kicking around some other uh, ideas in the background. Uh, you you want to talk a little bit about some of that? You don't have to uh, yeah. reveal any of the secret stuff, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, if um, if you use D 2 D before, you know that um, D 2 D has a great feature where you can um, uh, replace your front matter and your back matter, um, and that really comes into handy with um, uh, your also buy page. And uh, you know, it's one of those things is similar to what I mentioned with Scrivener, where we felt like, hey, you know. This is really close. Feels like we almost have enough so that we can get it just right. And and that was a great you know little meeting that we had with you to figure okay, um, if we just do these few things on our end and you do these things on your end, we can make sure that you know where where to remove pages and how to put them back in. Um, and and so I think that's worked great for for both of our customers. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and it's been fun, uh, kind of kicking around ideas for future work too. Yeah. Yeah. The the dream board gets filled up pretty quick and then it, then it has to migrate over to the in development board and then things slow down a little. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) cause you, you can dream all day, but then somebody has to build this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, um, and I know we've got questions about it and everything, but I, I was going to address this anyway. But it's only you guys are only available on the Mac platform right now. Right. Uh, yeah. What's kind of the reason behind that? Uh, the reason is, uh, for those who don't know, we're a very tiny company. It's it's just uh, me and uh, the other half of the company is Brad Andelman. Um, we decided to start this and stay very small. We'd both worked at a large company before. And, Mm -hmm. um, and that was one reason we wanted, we want to keep it very focused, um, on, on one thing. And, and, you know, it's hard to do that. Uh, you know, in our, in our previous job, we had also developed cross-platform software. Right. And, you know, that's, there's some good things about that, but it's, 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 you can make software that people, appreciate but to make software that people really love you kind of have you really have to go all in on whatever the platform that might be and and for us that was mac um and and also you know a lot of the design of vellum itself comes from things that we knew we could we could leverage on the mac platform when we started um, our company didn't know what we were going to do. We thought we were going to make iPhone apps. Um, when we kind of came to this idea of, of addressing formatting, we looked at the platforms and we kind of said, you know what, actually, you know, on Mac, we can, we can get together a pretty basic editor and leverage a lot of the editing tools. Um, we can make use of their web, uh, frameworks to give a live preview um there's a lot that we that influence the design of mac and um so that's to say you know i don't know if it would work in the same way on an on another platform but you yeah. know the, I, the main thing is you know we want to be able to stay small we want to be able to keep making changes you know i talked about large print you know we were able to kind of right totally change direction and say you know what we need to switch on to large print and we could do that because we're just a very small company and, and we, you know, the meeting yeah. to discuss that is just Brad and, 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 and I talking and saying, you know what, we just need to do that. Let's, let's, let's change direction. And um, so that's, that's why we've decided to stay on Mac. We've, you know, you talked about the dream board. We've still got a ton of stuff we want to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, developing a whole new platform, would mean we'd basically stop. We'd we'd stop and uh, and the vellum would just kind of stop being what it is for a few years. Um, so we're not ready to do that now. We, you yeah. know, maybe at some point we'll say, hey, you know what? We're happy with how this is, and uh, we'll grow the company, hire some Windows developers. Maybe it won't be the exact same software, but it can be something that. Um, you know, feels close to, again, similar to Scrivener and, and Windows and Mac. They're not exactly the same, right, but, right. you know, they're close enough that you can call, you can call them both Scrivener. Yeah. Uh, 
it's in, and you know, I know how challenging that it is. I uh, coming from, uh, you know, I've been a part of the software world for quite a while and it's, it's always easy to, to dream that sort of thing up. And then implementation is, uh, yeah, I mean, impossible. <laughs> you, you, and you've always got to make choices. Um, right. and every, every, that's kind of what focus is, is, is deciding, Hey, we're going to do this and we're not going to do this. Um, right. And that's, that we, we, we feel very strongly about that. That's part of why we, you know, we spend a lot of time trying to keep vellum simple. And that means, Hey, we're not going to do this because um, we want to make it as simple as possible. And so that, that's a big, big part of those kinds of decisions. So that said, what are, uh, do you have any strategies or workarounds for people who uh, would still really very much like to use vellum, but don't have a Mac? Uh, yeah, there's a service called Macking Cloud. Um, we don't outright recommend this on our website, um, and people kind of find it on their own. Um, the reason we don't straight up recommend it is it doesn't work. You know, it's it may not work for everyone. It's right. you know, you're basically work. You're you're renting a Mac um, that is you know on a in a server rack somewhere, and you have a little window onto it. Um, so I think to, to really make that work, um, is a combination of, you need to have a good internet connection and you need to feel kind of comfortable with this concept of using this remote computer and, you know, be, um, um, figure out like a syncing system, like using Dropbox. Um, some people, for some users, it's no problem. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll say, Hey, you know, it works out just fine. I'm only using vellum for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to produce my book. Yeah. It's not a perfect experience, but it's, it's good enough for those, you know, 15 minutes. And, you know, we've got other users who like, you can't make sense of any of it. So, and, and that's fine. It's, it's, it's not an easy thing. Um, but, right. but yeah, there are, um, enough people using Mac and cloud that I think they've got their servers, um, set up with Vellum installed already on it. So, right. um, and there's not a license on there, but you don't have to deal with any sort of installation. It's, it's just there on those computers. Interesting. So, yeah. That is interesting. Uh, of course, you know, you can get a pretty cheap Mac if it, I mean, I'm not, I say that relatively speaking, depending on your budget, yeah. you could probably find a, a cheap Mac somewhere for a couple hundred bucks and, um, yeah, you know, we don't, I, I, I don't love saying to people who say, well, what can I do? And, and <laughs> I tell know. them, well, yeah. go and buy a Mac. But we do have people who tell us, hey, you know, um, I'm a Windows person, but there's enough reasons for me to have a, an Apple computer. And yeah, they'll, they'll buy a, you know, a MacBook Air, a refurbished MacBook Air is, is a great machine. I, you know, I still have a eight year old MacBook Air that, yeah. Is, it does, uh, you know, that we originally developed Vellum on that still is, is working great. And we use it for testing and, and those are, you know, in the Mac world, relatively affordable. So that is, you know, for some people yeah. who, who that works with their budgets and, and we hear from people that it's, you know, it's their business. So it's a, it's a business purchase and it's enough of a, of a thing that people do do that. Yeah. Yeah. And if, I mean, I think eventually you just switch. 
It's like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, and, and nice. it's funny hearing from these people because <laughs> some of them are like, oh, I hate this thing, but I love your software. And some people are like, oh, no, I, you know, I now know. I'm, I've, you uh, tempted me over and now I'm using Mac. It's not going to be a happen for everyone. We know people are pretty passionate about their Windows machines, but some people yeah. do end up using their Macs uh, more than they expect. Right. So, um, you guys have uh, when when you when this all goes through and you hit the little export or generate button, yeah. um, you get all the various storefronts. We talked uh-huh. a little bit about this, yeah. uh, and then there's that like general EPUB. Uh-huh. Um, is that you know? Are there any limitations with using that in places? I mean, is, you know, I know, Barnes and Noble you mentioned has some rules, but yeah, you know, and a lot of the reason <laughs> Barnes and Noble is frankly a lot of the reasons for that generic <laughs> EPUB. It's kind right. of the lowest common denominator. Um, the main thing that we do tell people is um, that generic EPUB it it will work in places. We don't recommend up- uploading to Amazon because um, Amazon has their own weird things um so for for amazon we really do recommend uploading the the kindle version because we've we've taken the time to find um all of the things especially with things like look inside and yeah um their cloud viewer that has its own weird things we've got a bunch of special tweaks in the kindle version that uh would cause problems anywhere else so we do we do recommend people uh upper upload that kindle version to amazon yeah, I, I I discovered that pretty early on because they can't they'll do a conversion, but something always goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's um you know it's part of it is this old Moby format that is I mean older than my kids. Uh, yeah. It's uh it's um and for I don't know why they keep supporting it, but they you know and they're always trying to convert back to this format. Right. Um and that's uh, there's all sorts of things that can go wrong in, in that, in that stage. Yeah. So, well, we so that's, that's why we, yeah, that stage is why we tell people to use the Kindle specific version. Yeah. Uh, so on the print side, yeah, so this is still relatively new. I mean, it's been around for a few years now. Uh, I remember the, the huge excitement from me and everyone else when you guys announced that you were going to support print layout, uh, so you, uh, what are the, cause you, you, you essentially support every available, uh, industry standard size and layout, right? Uh, yeah, we, we, you know, you can't pick your own size, but we cover, um, the first four, um, we cover are really the most popular ones. And yeah. then we've got a couple of options for large print and mass market. And, you know, among those pretty much any size you you think you're going to want is going to be there in there. Not giant workbooks. Um, Vellum yeah. is an, an awesome tool for workbooks anyway. But um, if you're, if you're doing a, a paperback or even a, even a hardcover through um, Ingram spark, uh, we'll have the most common sizes there. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it, and it's all very neat and organized too. When I go in and set a book up, and I and you know there are a lot of options out there for this sort of thing. But the reason I gravitate toward Vellum is because it's all sort of done for you. So I can insert a copyright page, I can insert yeah. an about, uh, yeah. about the author, all that stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, and and you know it's the the interesting thing is you know we started as an ebook tool. You know when we when we started. If people were talking about the death of print. Right. Um, so we didn't have that really on our, we kind of like, oh, maybe. Um, 
but you know what we heard a lot from people was um you know ebooks ebooks make up the bulk of my sales but yeah. it's nice to have that paperback it's nice right. to have it uh to give to my you know most loyal readers it's nice to give it to my friends it's nice to have on my bookshelf um I, you know, people would say, I, I, I like the idea of a paperback. I just can't rationalize spending all that time to format it if it's not going to make me much in the way of sales. Right. And, you know, exceptions. Some people do make, you know, uh, good money off paperbacks. But but that was what we 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 went in there with a, uh, with that design constraint of we want to make something so that you don't have to have that thought of, is this worth it? Um, you know, so it's really is just another another checkbox. If you want that print edition, you'll get a print edition, you know, then you can put it on your bookshelf. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, is Seth Godin who said that, uh, if you're in the book business, you're in the souvenir business. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, <laughs> that's what print books have become for a lot of authors. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I, I totally get it. I, I still like reading print books. Um, so it's, they're, they're nice to have They're They're nice to look at. Um, so we want to, you know, whether it's people are successful with their paperbacks or if they, you know, they just wanted to, to have, you know, for those marketing purposes or just for that personal satisfaction, we wanted to make it really easy. So what's coming up next, man? What can you share with us about the future? <laughs> First of all, every time I open uh, Vellum, I have to wait for it to update. It's like it's something new almost every yeah. time I open it. So we What's coming up? Well, we don't we don't talk we don't talk about what's coming up. Um, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> um, and and the reason there's two reasons. One is um, we we sometimes have to change that. Um, we'll have something in mind and we'll start getting on it and we'll realize you know what we need to work on you know large print I brought up or or um, right, right. trim sizes. And so, and this has happened enough times that we realize, you know what, we can't, <laughs> we can't talk about. It. And then the other reason is, you know, it's, I mean, you're in software, you know this, but um, it's really hard to, if you tell, if you talk about a feature, the first thing people ask is, well, when is it going to be available? And, yeah. and you can say, well, early 2020, but then on June or January 1st, you're getting an email saying, well, it's early January 2020. Where's yeah. The or, or you can say it'll be out in May and then in April a pandemic strikes. Yeah. Also that. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So, so yeah, what we can talk about though is, um, uh, and this is another kind of pivot thing um, is, is full bleed uh, options in Vellum. Um, this was something that we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime I'm at a, well, back when you could go to bookstores, um, but anytime I'd go with with my kids to the bookstore, I'd, I'd kind of find myself in the in the YA section, just paging through because it's just like, just there's just fun design choices in in those books. Um, and a lot a common thing is to have a you know really dramatic uh, full bleed image. Full bleed means the graphics go all right. the way to the edge of the page. Right. Um, and uh, you know we wanted to do this, and we we're like, uh, but you know it's. Uh, can we, it's going to be really hard. Can we spend the time? And, you know, we just heard from enough people who said, you know, I wish I could do these full bleed yeah. title pages. Um, I, and they kind of recognize, I know that's going to be hard, but um, it'd be really cool to have my book look as cool as those I know, yeah. um, 
trad published books. Um, and so we released that um, uh, just a couple months ago. And um, and yeah, we, we got a great response because people were, were, it was suddenly something they could do that they didn't think they'd, they'd be able to do. And, you know, we try to make it as simple as possible. You drag in your image, you say, hey, make this full bleed and Vellum will take care of all of the settings because when you do a full plate, full bleed image, you've got to basically change the entire book, even if it's right. just one page. And so, you know, you don't even have to think about that. Vellum just takes care of it for I you. I love so, it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, been uh, yeah. Go ahead. That's been fun. We 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 kind of had to say, you know, we've we, we've gotten some good feedback ahead of time. People were really passionate about it. We didn't know. We're like, well, we've we just got to do this because we think it's going to be fun and people are going to like. It. And we got a really great response. So that was um, that was nice yeah. to to hear about. I'm planning to use it for uh, full page ads in the in the back of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, a title page, um, uh, uh, map, uh, an ad in the back, or maps was mm -hmm. a common thing. Um, maps is something else. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to to hit all of those. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, and, and great choice, by the way, to focus on adding that first before yep. you went on. Great choice. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody out there, uh, no matter where you are, Facebook, YouTube, uh, et cetera, we, uh, the last 15 minutes, to, we're going to answer your questions live. So make sure you are uh, popping your questions into the uh, chat there and uh, we'll, I'll read them and pop them up if I can see them. So, uh, but first up, I got a couple of comments. Let's see. we got Anthony says, uh, Vellum is freaking amazing. Uh, I agree. So there you go, Brad. Glad you like it. Uh, Chad says, hello from Chicago. Vellum is awesome. Thanks <laughs> hey, to Chad. the Brads. <laughs> yeah, Chad, we, we, we talked to Chad in Chicago and that was actually where, uh, we talked a lot about full bleed with a lot of people. So I think we have a Chad, Brad and Brad selfie out there somewhere. Yeah, I gotta, I can, I gotta get in on that action. Maybe CAD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think, I think uh, we were Chad, looking for a Thad or a Tad. Thad. All right. <laughs> we got another comment from uh, Chad says he uses a Ulysses, which has a super E cause we talked about Scrivener, but we didn't talk yeah. about Ulysses. Uh, super easy vellum export option. That's is it similar to the, one in Scrivener? Um, maybe. Uh, so, so Vellum imports a docx file. That's that's words format. Um, right. The great the great thing about that format is it's an open format. So a lot of um, a lot of software, even if you're not using Word, can export something in that docx format. And I so I think Ulysses has a native um, docx export, and then it has a whole plugin system. So I think people have written some some plugins that you know, add that extra data that makes things go a little bit more smoothly when it's, when they know it's going into Vellum. Yeah. Uh, I used to use Ulysses back in the day, uh, but switched. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not That's for everyone. Cool. Yeah. I, I liked uh, it. Um, the markup was, was an interesting way to handle formatting. I think yeah. that um, when I started having markup showing up in the books, when they went live though, I had to kind of dial back. Yeah, it's still, yeah. I, I always did love it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's another very, um, very uh, focused. <laughs> yeah, very uh, program. Focused. And exactly. so, um, you know, they've made decisions, and um, I guess opinionated software is a term I've seen out there. And um, you know, you either love it or hate it. But but that's great because um, uh, some people do love it. 
there's plenty of room for uh, all yeah. the different things people love. Uh, so here's a question. Do you have a way to change links per what format is outputted? Uh, example, a, re a review link to Amazon from Mobi, but to a website landing page via the EPUB exports. Um, yeah, um, actually, Kevin um, mentioned there's some features that not everyone knows about. And this is this is one of them. There's a feature called store links. Yeah. Um, and whenever you add, if you just paste in a link to Amazon, Vellum will automatically uh, detect that that's a that's a link to a book and convert it into what we call a store link. Yeah. Um, and so that will ensure that that link to Amazon only makes it into your Kindle version. But if you if you click on that link, you'll see a little pop up, and you'll be able to. Um, if you're using a generic EPUB, you can use a website. You can use books to read. Um, uh, if you're going to individual vendors, you can supply your identifiers for Apple Books and Kobo and uh, uh, Google Play and et cetera. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I wasn't necessarily going to pimp books to read, but <laughs> since you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if, if you go to our help, help pages, look for something called store links. Um, yeah. You can you can also just Google that. You should find a, a help page that explains all of that, how that works. Yeah. Here's a question for you: Is uh, you guys have maybe I've overlooked this, or maybe this exists, or are you planning to create this uh, a sort of universal um, also buy that, I, yeah. that could be automatically inserted in each book? It's on our dream board. Okay, it's on right. our dream board. When, uh, when but, are you gonna release it? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about it. I mean, one reason we haven't done that is actually books to read is out there, and and you know. Um, yeah. Um, so when people, you know, so we do the, the store links where you have, you know, a dedicated link that goes straight, straight to, and that, um, that works actually great for Apple books in particular yeah. is to have a direct link. Um, when you have a direct link to Apple books, um, it doesn't, you don't, Apple books won't leave the reading software. It'll just, uh, show a nice pop-up. So that's a nice thing to consider. Um, but, you know, especially if you've got, you know, five different stores, something like books to read um, can be handy. So, you know, um, for the generic EPUB, uh, when you're using a store link uh, for Kindle, you'll put in the ASIN for Apple books, you'll put in their identifier. And then for generic EPUB, it's just a website. So you can, you know, we tell people you can link to your own website, um, but yeah, you can use books to read. You can, people um, like to use their own form of, um, evergreen links so you can use that too um, but we will take care of making sure that that kindle that link to amazon is only going to be in kindle otherwise you know apple books will so be not so happy pick that it. back yeah. yeah uh so shelly is asking my book has lots of images and graphs the photos seem easy to import the graphs are not so easy not as easy what format works best to save graphs as for importing into vellum um, and, uh, she gives uh, examples. all of the formats she said tiff jpeg png all of those vellum will will take any of them um and we try to support most common bitmap formats so it's yeah windows specific formats we will handle and then uh what vellum will do is convert those as necessary so um for kindle for example kindle won't take a tiff image has limited support for PNG, and so we'll convert right. convert those to JPEGs. Um, we sometimes, if people have very specific images, we'll maybe say, "Oh, well, if, if it's like a 
a sharp black and white image will maybe sometimes will actually tell people to use GIF or GIF, um, which surprises people, oh, but that's actually a widely supported image format. And sometimes yeah. if you've got really um, sharp uh, graphical data rather than a, an image, that can actually be the, the best format to use. Yeah. But, uh, but Vellum will take it all. So we're, when we're talking about best format to use, it's really, you know, if you really want to, you know, zoom in and, and um, make sure everything's, then it can be specific to the picture, but you don't have to worry about it uh, failing a, a conversion or something like that. We'll just, we'll just convert it as necessary. Yeah. That's part of your easy button strategy. Yeah, for sure. What makes film so great. Uh, so this one is, uh, let's see, just, just discovered this one. I was reading earlier and I think there's a clarifying question later, but, uh, trying, trying out vellum, uh, but nothing happens when I click on the import word file I've tried in both Chrome and Safari, same problem. How do I solve it? Uh, I don't know where the browser comes in on that exactly. Yeah. But, uh, um, uh, well, we, we do hear about this sometimes. Um, let's see. Oh. This is a Here's the clarification. Uh, with Vellum, I can prepare my book or ebook for for ebook and print. How would the printed book aspect work? I guess right. a different question. But the, yeah, different the qu previous question was. Yeah. Well, I'll answer this one first. Actually. Okay. All right. Well, let me go back. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we're we good. Okay. Um, so for print on demand, um, Vellum creates a PDF file. Um, that's the file now for print. Um, if you haven't uh, produced a paperback with print on demand before, the thing to know is there's two files. One is called the interior file. That's basically for all the pages of the book. That's what Vellum is going to produce. Um, you'll upload a cover file, which is the you know wraparound front, spine, and back uh, file separately. So Vellum will produce that interior PDF file, um, and you'll upload that file. Um, if you're using Amazon, um, KDP, we've got uh, a brief guide to, hey, upload this file here. You can find that on our website. And after you generate your files, we, we show, hey, you're ready to publish. You know, here's more about doing that. Yeah. Um, but let's see, back to the first question. Um, we do sometimes hear questions like this. Um, so there's two things that happens, can happen. One is when you click import word file, you're going to be presented with a window where you can choose the file you want to import. Um, sometimes that window, you may not, not have noticed that that window kind of went somewhere else on your monitor. Some people have yeah. two monitor displays. That can sometimes be the case. Um, the other thing that can happen is um, if uh, is on Mac, th there's very tight uh, security about what programs can access your files. Um, and, and that's a, that's a stage in Vellum where it's uh, Vellum is asking your Mac, Hey, can I, can I access the files? And sometimes on the Mac that can go wrong. Um, and so what we tell people is to just quit and restart Vellum. And that usually sh joggles things on your Macs. Um, and usually when, the, after you do that, you'll be able to see that file picker. All right. Uh, this is an interesting question because I, I don't actually know the limitation here. So maybe, you know, uh, any chance that Vellum will support a full cover for print books? I guess um, yeah. a wraparound cover. Yeah. So right now Vellum only does, um, uh, 
the interior. Um, so it's not a tool to design a cover. Right. Um, we, we do sometimes get questions. Most of our users we hear from are, are working with cover designers um, who will who'll do that for them. So we, we don't have plans right now uh, to add a cover design tool. Um, but uh, uh, there are some other tools out there uh, to do that. Um, you know, actually, if you've if you're got a very simple thing, I think KDP has their own uh, cover yeah. creator. Uh, I think Canva has some um, we, templates. Digital DDD print is going to include a, uh, a, a cover converter just uh -huh. to throw it in there. Right. It's still in beta. But if okay. you, can, you can probably get in the beta if you're if you're. Uh, yeah, and I imagine it's probably similar to um, what you can do with Amazon's. Is you know you start with the with your front cover and then yeah. you know add some basic stuff. If you want, you know, more sophisticated stuff on the back cover or you know really specific spine details, um, that's something that you can talk to a cover designer. And I think this is one thing we've heard from is a lot of people. Um, do use cover designers for their for their ebook cover. Um, most of the time, they're not going to charge you twice as much for ebook and print. Most right. of the time, making ebook and print is just going to be a, a marginal increase. So that's something when you're talking to cover designers um, to ask about. Um, because usually they'll be able to give them both to you for a, just a little bit more. Yeah, just have them design the full cover and cut it down. That's yeah. the easiest way. Yeah, uh, This is going to have to be the last question because we're actually right up against the line, but I, I accidentally overlooked it. So in the social media area for the About the Author Back Matter, are there plans to add an option for authors to include their Patreon link? Um, yeah, we've gotten a few requests for that. So for those who don't know, in um, the About the Author page that Vellum creates, we've got a built-in tool for adding little links with the icons for, I think we've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, uh, a few more I've forgotten. Um, but yeah, we do hear from authors who are using Patreon more. So we do have that suggestion um, on our books. We don't have a release date right now, but but we're keeping it in mind. He's not going to give you a date for anything, folks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just so you're aware. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Brad, man, I, th I appreciate you uh, joining us, hanging out with me, and uh, talking about yeah, this is a great software. It's a great platform. I I, I have used it uh, almost since the beginning, uh, and I only discover a new feature that you guys add like every three years. So, but otherwise. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> thanks glad, glad it's working for you thank you it is it is all right everybody uh make sure you pop on over to vellum.pub and that's where you'll find vellum and more information about vellum you can reach yeah. out to, to at least one of the two brads yeah on that and we do um at that website you can download the software uh for free you can try it out for as long as you want um the way we have our purchase link set up is you only have to make a purchase when you're ready to publish. So no cost in trying out. To see yeah, it's like a full you. version, but when you want to spit out the books, you have, yep. to, you have to upgrade. That, and yep. that, that is uh, much appreciated. It's a lot of fun to kind of play around with that stuff ahead of time. So. Yeah, that's, that's how we evaluate software. So we wanted to make sure that people could, you know, no pressure, just check it out and, and see how it works for them.
Excellent. All right, everybody. Uh, some of you I know are watching from both Facebook and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure wherever you are, you subscribe to us, follow us, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, hit the little bell icon. That's what YouTubers have to tell you. <laughs> and follow us on uh, Facebook at Facebook slash draft to digital. And of course, it's YouTube slash draft to digital. Totally left that off. And of course, Hop on over to ddlive.com. Make sure you bookmark that page. You'll see a countdown to the next uh, live broadcast we do. If you're listening to this on the podcast, by the way, these DDD uh, spotlights have been happening every day uh, for the moment, and we're going to start going weekly soon. But tune in at ddlive.com, and you'll be able to catch all the back episodes plus anything that's coming up. And Mr. Brad West of Vellum, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. It's fun. All right, everybody. We'll see you all next time. That's it for this week's Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now at draft2digital.com.